everybody, and welcome to this Xbox Life episode 444, Zombies in Forts. This is take two, actually, because I am uh, trying to host today and realized that I didn't draw in our hosts so that you guys could see them. But you should be able to see their lovely faces now. So with me, as always, is my good buddy, Rob. Hey, what's up, everybody? Hello. And uh, also joining us is uh, one of our... Uh, Patreon subscribers, Mr. Brian Stanley, welcome to the show. How you guys doing? And uh, a big thank you, too. Before I forget, thank you very much for supporting us. That's awesome. Oh, absolutely. No problem. <laughs> so here we go. We're in for fun, and, and Mark doing his audio video editing, and it's going to be a disaster, but we blame it on Brian regardless. So let's get started, and we're sure. going to start with what you've been playing uh, we'll do that before we get to our questions for Brian. So, Brian, what have you been playing this week? Uh, this week, actually, um, What Remains of Edith Finch uh, is something I've been playing. I've actually been looking forward to this game for quite some time. I'm sure you guys know this was a PC and PS4 release. Um, I only play on the Xbox, so I have been waiting for it to come to our system. Um, and I've been in it now for maybe about a good... Uh, three, four hours now, and I'm really enjoying it. And then also playing the DLC for Little Nightmares. So this week's been kind of um, a, I guess the theme would be spooky gaming this week. But that's what I've been playing this week. Oh, nice. It's it's good to hear somebody finally playing like the uh, non-AAA titles. <laughs> like Mark. Yeah, I, I tried to... I, Try to give a lot of the indie game stuff uh, just as much credit as the AAA stuff. Oh yeah, it's fresh. At least some of it is. Indie's Very overrated. So. <laughs> I've been burned on games like Inside. <laughs> it's like, oh I just don't yeah, know how people can go. Oh, this is the greatest thing, and I'm like, you're a freaking blob, and you have no idea what the whole story's even about. Hey, uh, it was awesome up until like that last quarter of the game. <laughs> should not have gone past the when they were looking in the window like you said don't yeah. go past and i forgot and i went past it <laughs> so i've heard like the whole edith finch thing um I, it's not something i've ever heard of but i when it was announced for xbox people were like super excited by it so is it something you're enjoying yeah uh it's definitely different i don't i wouldn't really call it a walking simulator um but it's about as close to a game slash walking simulator that you can get. Really, you're just playing, without giving too much away of it, you're uh, playing uh, a story of a young lady that's in a family, and everybody has been deceased in this family. And you're going back to the family's house, and then when you make your way through the family's rooms, there's diaries and books left over, and you read these diaries and books, and those are small, little, different games. Uh, that's the best way that I can describe it without uh, giving away anything. But it can range all the way from a childhood memory all the way to a scary horror movie. It's all over the place. It's really cool if you enjoyed, um, you know, storylines and, you know, not running and gunning constantly. It's definitely a good game to check out. Cool. And just real quick, Rob, are you hearing um, him getting kind of stuttery? Or is that yeah, it's a jitter, little jittery. Okay, hopefully it'll clear up. I just was wondering if it was on my end. All right, not going to worry about it. Skype, what can we say? Good old uh, Skype. Good old Skype. Um, cool. So that, that's it for uh, for you this week? 
that's the only two I've played this week. All right. All right, Rob. So Rob was giving me a little crud earlier because I put in under what you've been playing for Rob. I said probably some mobile games. Prove me wrong. <laughs> so I've been playing Clash Royale like a fiend. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> And uh, I did a little bit of uh, Roblox with my son. Uh, broke out Torchlight oh, wow. on the PC. And, uh, you know, I, I've been hesitant to pick up. Well, I've got Diablo on the Xbox. And for some reason, I just can't get myself to play, play it. But I was in the, you know, I had the urge to play, you know, a Diablo-style game. So I booted up Torchlight 2 a la steam and man we need the torchlight three i just love that game it's just awesome you know it's a little more cartoony maybe not quite as serious as diablo diablo uh actually all of them one two and three are very like dark you know what i'm saying because you used to play torchlight right oh, i played torchlight one Mark? or two absolutely yeah you, you know it's it's got a different feel to it right doesn't it like it's I don't know, a little more arcadey. You've got an animal that you choose. That's um, back chores for you and get you money for your loot. That's the best part. Oh, of the, game. <laughs> the best part. Not that it helps you fight. The best part is you load the thing up and you send it back to town. Yep. So you don't have to have keep to running keep back to town. So yeah. But in Diablo, you got those potions. You just go poof. I'm back to town. So. Yeah. But it is still but, nice. It's a neat little thing. Yeah. So uh, I played some of that. Um, and then uh, a tiny bit of Far Cry, which I talked about last week. And there was something else. Um, I can't remember what it was now. Well, we'll say that's that's it. All right. So, Brian was going to be here. Um, Uh-oh. Did we lose Brian? Brian! I hope we don't, because we're... Uh... <laughs> if we lose Brian, we might lose the whole call. Can you still hear us, Brian? I can still hear you. All right, your camera's gone. So, we just got a Skype. Got a nice little Skype silhouette <laughs> of you. <laughs> Um, all right, so we'll keep going. Hopefully, you can, you'll you, as long as you're still here audio-wise, I guess that's good. Rob's now like <laughs> he got squished in the frame. You'll you'll see it, Rob, if you look at the Twitch page. Um, so Brun was was going to be here. Unfortunately, he couldn't make it today. They're having some flooding issues, so he's dealing with stuff like that. But he was going to brag and ra uh, run on about how beautiful, wonderful Destiny 2 is. He played the beta, and he's in love with it. And I think he's pre-ordered the, I don't know, the most expensive version you can get. And he's pretty much said he's going to give up all gaming other than Destiny 2. And he's going to buy it on every console um, just, you know, just to support the developer that he loves so much. So I'm like, I think we've lost him. But no, he, uh, he, he I'm, I'm obviously BSing a little bit. He did play it, and he was going to come on and talk. He did say he had fun, and it is more Destiny. Seems like this one will have a story, but to me, it's it's the after game that will determine it all. Not a day one buy for me at all. 
but um, he did say it looked good and it, it you know it, it ran well and he did enjoy it. Um, even though him and I are kind of beating up on, on Bungie and stuff a lot, we both are this, you know, we both enjoyed the game. It was just the, the whole, how they treated the Xbox community is what we didn't like and what we can't support. So, um, I did watch myself. I watched people play. Um, it does look good, but I, I have no, I will not be buying it myself or playing it. Uh, I know he also played PUBG. Um, I actually played PUBG tonight with uh, with Braun and Soul Assassin, and uh, I want to say that this one is Braun's fault. He ruined my chicken dinner. We were down to the three of us. What? We were. It was. It, it was. It was down to the three of us. It lasted the whole game. It was. <laughs> this was weird. Um. We didn't see anybody uh, until we were down to like. Well, no, I take that back. Right at the very beginning, we we jumped in at a spot, and uh, the, another team jumped in, and and I got punched out or down. I wasn't killed, but then uh, Brun took the guy out and, and and revived me, and and Soul took out the other guys that were there. And then we were wandering around and really didn't see anybody the rest of the match. It got down to the three of us against um three on it was three on three, then three on two. Then three on one, and I'm like, I'm gonna get a chicken dinner. And then Soul got taken out, and I went and revived him. But then I think he was trying to heal up, and I think the circle came in and, and took him out. And then as I was moving, I didn't know where the guy was. I was trying to get to another tree to stay in the little the little tiny circle. I got taken out, so it was just Brun and this guy left. So this one guy took out the two of us, and I'm like, Come on, Brun, you can't let him take all three of us. And, you know, you can't ruin my chicken dinner. And um, the guy took Braun out. <laughs> so, <clears throat> but it was still fun. Um, it was weird because we played the whole game down to the very end. And didn't I didn't see anybody really till the, till, well, the very beginning when the guy was trying to punch me and at the end. So, but, um, yeah, so Braun ruined my chicken dinner. Um I also played this week. So the past, I, I was gone last week. So I, I did finish Uncharted 4. So I'm first, I'm going to start on a PlayStation. I did finish Uncharted 4. Uh, game looks good, obviously. I just found it very boring. Um, it seems like, I, I swear, all I did in this game was climb cliff sides, climb the sides of cliffs or the sides of big tall towers or houses. It's like that's all you do in this game. It was there was so much climbing and platforming. It was just like I wanted more gunplay. There was very little of that. Um, there was a lot of cutscenes. I spent lots of time just sitting there watching cutscenes. Um, yeah, it looks beautiful, but I just felt the gameplay was lacking. Um, I still think Uncharted Two is the best one that they've had. Um, I finished Infamous First Light uh, as well as Infamous Second Son. Um, I don't know if I think I was still playing Second Son on the last time I was on the show, so I finished that and I finished First Light, and the infamous First Light's actually the first uh, PlayStation game I actually got a platinum trophy, and I got all the trophies on that on that game. First Light, and it's interesting because First Light is a standalone title. It's not DLC. It's a standalone game. And it uses this neon power. So you're playing as this girl that's introduced to you in Second Son. And she has this neon power. And it's the one that I really didn't like in Second Son. Um, there was other stuff I, I, I preferred. 
So I was like, great, I got to play a whole standalone with just this neon power. That first light, to me, was probably the best infamous game yet to date. <clears throat> the game was fun. Um, it, it had a, a lot of neat stuff that you could do in it. But what they introduced into this was uh, arenas, which I was like, oh, boy, this is not going to be fun. That turned out to be a blast. You're, you're in these arenas, and they've got, like, survival mode and hostage mode. So the hostages ones were tough because guys will spawn in on a hostage, and they're shooting him, and you got to hurry up and get to wherever he's at and try to save him. But you got to take everyone out first before you can pick up the hostage and save them. And if you lose too many, it ends. But that turned out to be an absolute blast to play. I really loved it. Um, mentioned that I played PUBG um, on the Xbox. I did play, um, I think it was Tuesday, the Sniper Elite 4 DLC. The last DLC came out. I played that. It was freaking awesome. I, I love that. I love Sniper Elite 4. I think it's the best game in the series. Uh, I never played the original on the original Xbox. I've played 2, 3, and 4. I, I did not like 3. Um, but 4 was... I don't know, man. It, it's To me, it's like just perfect. Uh, it is really well done. And that last, last mission they put in that DLC was just a blast to play. Um, it, so... And I don't want to say much, but when you get to what you're going to, what you believe to be the end of the game, and you accomplish that, then you have to escape. <laughs> and they bring in everybody, <laughs> and it made it, it really intense, real exciting. Um, it was awesome. It, it, you know, it wasn't like this, so we're going to throw everything at you and you can't you know, make it impossible. It made it for very challenging and a fun escape. Um, I really loved what they did. Uh, that game is absolutely so much fun. And then the last thing I played, I've, I've kind of been, I've got that itch, like I need something new. I have really loved the Infamous games that I've been playing. I've played, what, Infamous 1, Infamous 2, Festival of Blood, Second Sun, and uh, First Light. So it's five games just in the last, I think, six weeks. Completed them all. I mean, I've been hooked on, on those games. Um, and it's like I need, I love those type of games. I need something new. And I, I'm, Agents of Mayhem's coming out in like three weeks. And I've got that one pre-ordered, hoping it'll be kind of like that style of game. The fun over the top. Blast them, you know, shoot them fun. And... Uh, but it's like, I'm like, man, I really want something new to play. And Fortnite came out this week. Well, it, if you pre-ordered it, you got to play it, I think, as of Friday, the 21st. Uh, you could play it early. So it comes out this next Tuesday, um, the founder, you know. And I, I was like, ah, this wasn't something I really was interested in when I saw it before. So I started watching people playing it on Mixer. And I actually was watching this feed. Uh, the guy's name is Brooklyn's 118 um, Brooklyn all in capital letters and then the S is lowercase. Um, so I was watching Brooklyn's 118 play it and he, you know, he had, wasn't that far in it. And so I was talking to him and asking questions and he was great about replying back and answering and, you know, and I, I watched it long enough that I'm like, you know, maybe I'll give this a try. So I ended up buying it and downloading it and playing it. And it's very different. Uh, a very different game, but I've really, I really like it. I'm really actually sort of enjoying it. It kind of reminds me of Plants vs. Zombies in a way, because it has that kind of cartoonish look that uh, Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare has. 
So it kind of reminds me of Garden Warfare, and um, but it's like super expanded. Like I, I'm so lost. There's so much yeah. to this game. You've got yeah, all these heroes uh, and survivors. What it's and, like a tower defense and crafting and stuff. Yes, it's yeah. It, it, it to me, it's like Minecraft, Plants vs Zombie Garden Warfare, um, and I don't know any uh, watching maybe, paint dry. Maybe Diablo for the crafting or something. It's it's well, you craft in Minecraft, so I guess it would be that. It's like those two games, maybe. Uh, I, I've asked other people, what would you compare it to? And they're like, ah, it's its own thing. You really can't compare it to anything. But that's kind of what I felt playing. It was kind of like Minecraft and, and, and PV, uh, PVZ. So, but, yeah, you you are... I mean, I explain what the story is. I don't even really... But these monsters are coming. It's something with the storm and bringing the monsters in and, and you're trying to save people and you're trying to save the planet and, and you're, you're going out and you, so you start out every mission, almost, most of them, you start out by, you drop down in the world and you gotta, you, you run around, you're foraging, you're, you're digging up for supplies and wood and bricks and technology and all this different type of stuff. So that you basically can, when you find the resource you're looking for, the van or the the atlas or the the pyramid or whatever you're supposed to get to, then you got to build a fort around it and try to protect it because you're going to end up with a wave or two of zombies coming in trying to attack it. So and take that down, and you're trying to you know keep that thing safe uh, for the allotted time, and then you get all your rewards, and there's tons of loot, and there's there's treasure chests hidden throughout the game. If you find one, you get a bunch of loot, and that's pretty cool, and but there's like so many characters and so many aspects of leveling up your weapons, your peop, your your heroes, your your citizens. Uh, I think they call them the survivors. You got defenders. You've got weapons. You've got fort defenses. All this different stuff levels up at different ways. And oh my goodness, it's so confusing. It's just like. I don't, you know, and then there's all these skill points and skill trees, and there's multiple skill trees, and then there's. Uh, another thing called, I'm trying to remember what it was called, but it, it, it's just like, oh my gosh, my head's going to explode. You know, it's like, I'm enjoying it, but I, I can't, it's like, I have, I'm lost at the same time. I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, and, and, but I keep playing and I'll, I hopefully we'll figure it out. But, um, now my, here's my understanding on this game. My understanding is this game is next year is going to come out next year and be a free to play game. So oh, yeah, yeah. There's you can buy this game. There's four different versions. There's a I think a thirty dollar, sixty dollar, ninety dollar, and like a hundred and fifty dollar version. And forty. It's yeah, forty. Forty, 40 60, 60, 90, 150, 150. something like that. Yep. Okay. Yep. So yeah, I bought the sixty dollar version. I ended up buying the sixty dollar. You get some bonus stuff, and then every version you're still getting the same game, but you're getting all this extra in-game content. And then if you the, the top two games, if you buy the ninety dollar version, you get a free forty dollar version, or you get a you can like gift a forty dollar version of the game to a friend. If you buy the hundred fifty dollar one, you get two forty dollar editions that you can gift to people. Um, and I was like, well, Rob, Rob ain't gonna play it because it ain't on mobile. So why I'll would still I buy take one to give gift. him a copy? <laughs> 
So, and, and Brun's going to just play Destiny 2 the rest of his life, so why would I waste it on him? But I can still actually do that. I can still, in the game, purchase those additional additions, and, and maybe and maybe you might do that. I'll We'll figure that out. Maybe I'll give a couple copies away. But if you don't want to buy it, then sometime in 2018, the game is supposed to be free to play. And I can see that. It is all geared up to for money. Um, so I see that um, even when I was playing, I was like, man, this almost looks like a free-to-play game. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. I think that's right. I heard something about this. So if you want to play it now and maybe get it for a year, I, don't, I mean, I don't know when it's coming out next year, free-to-play, but know that it's that this game is supposedly going free-to-play. Keep that in mind. But with that said, the $60, I didn't really mind pain because i've like so far it's pretty fun and i think there's there's gonna be a lot of depth so if you want a game that you can invest a lot of time into um you know then this is definitely going to be one of those games uh there's i think i can see this being very grindy um but you get a lot of loot you get a lot of stuff when you do stuff it, it gives you those uh, what do they call those rob and you did that report on like psychology of gaming it's like you get that shiny every so often keeps you you know, oh, um, I forgot what it's called. It's the uh, compulsion loop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This game is that what we're talking about? Uh, the master of the compulsion loop. <laughs> you're like, oh, I'm I'm gonna quit after this, and all of a sudden, ding, ding! You get all these shinies, and you're like, ooh, and then you start, ooh. yeah, let me do this. I'm I'm only one more away from this, and you go through yeah. another 45 minute long mission. But um, the game seems to be really well done. Um, my only concern, and it might be that I'm early in the game, is that it seems like when the waves of zombies are coming in, they're really easy to beat. Um, and it seems like people are going out, and as soon as they spawn in, we're like, boom, 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 you're killing them. Very few of them ever even make it to the fort so that you can use your defenses. It's So I'm not sure if people are playing the game the way... I, th I think it's intended you to be in the fort... And you set these defenses, and then you, you're picking them off as they come. But it seems like right now they're always coming from one area. It's not like they're coming from all over. And it might be that it's just real early in the game. And maybe later on you get harder zombies and monsters, and they're going to come from different angles. And then we might be drawn into the fort. But, um, you know, so far it's pretty good, and I've enjoyed it. But um, I have been streaming on Mixer, so if you do, I'm going to probably play in this quite a bit this week. If you're interested, be sure to follow me on Mixer. It's Wingman709. Um, and um, you can watch some gameplay, and I'll chit-chat with you guys on that. All right, enough of me. Yeah, I, I saw your uh, – there was a couple broadcasts that you had, so I jumped on one of them, and I was watching you. Um, I, don't, I don't know how interesting of a game it is to, to watch. <laughs> But it sparked my interest, and that's when actually when I started looking at the game to see it, how much it cost and stuff. It's, but, it's tough uh, if you when you. It's a slow-moving game. I mean, well, yes, it it is because if you come in like after a match, I'm going to be probably spending ten to fifteen minutes trying to look at all the different screens and upgrades and trying to figure out what I'm doing. When when you play the game, and again when you first start it, you're going to watch someone walking around getting items you're getting resources knocking you know searching in boxes and then knocking chop, chopping at rocks and trees and so yeah it's not super exciting maybe to watch um there is a yeah, so, like, yeah you're exactly right but 
it translates the play it i've had fun with it like when you're walking mm-hmm. around crafting you're also looking hoping to find survivors because you get bonuses and if you guys if you can find survivors out there in the world before someone goes and starts and that's the thing so you got four of you in the game I've been out walking around. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, the van is activated. Protect it. The zombies are coming in. I'm at the other end of the map trying to explore because you get you get XP bonus for exploring, opening the whole map, trying to find survivors. There's treasure. If you get survivors, you get treasure chests that everybody gets. But if someone kicks off the mission real quick, then you don't have all this time to explore. So it can be quick or it can be pretty long if everybody's like hey we're gonna just craft everything we can find everything we can it might take you a while before you get to the actual fighting so keep that in mind if you are watching it but um you know me rob i'm picky on games and this was one i had no interest in it looked to me it looked stupid um and i'm actually kind of enjoying it (laughs) so yeah it's it's definitely not the type of game that i would see you like getting sucked into. So it means that there's hope for you yet. <laughs> well, until agents of mayhem come out in a couple of weeks, then it's all over. <laughs> but yeah. this is one that you could easily come back to as well, though. Um, I think it's real simple to come back to, but anyways, all right. So uh, let's move on. You can support the show. Uh, become a patron, uh, go to this xboxlife.com forward slash Patreon. And if you wish to make, and this is a monthly, uh, support you, if you want to do just a one-time donation, go to this xboxlife.com forward slash donate. And if you donate, uh, $10 or uh, a month on, as a patron, you get to come on the show like Mr. Brian here. And, uh, we're going to mm-hmm. barrage you with questions and, Rob, I've thrown a few in here. Feel free to ask any other additional ones that I didn't put in here. But sure. So, so Brian, we want to spend some time learning about you. Um, so, All right. I want to find out what's your gamer tag and tell us the super cool story behind how you came up with your gamer tag. All right. Well, my gamer tag has been changed actually one, two, three times now, and. Actually, it wasn't by my choosing. Uh, both times I was forced to do so by Microsoft. Uh, I've had Xbox Live since the day that it came out on the original Xbox. Oh, wow. And um, I've never, I've literally never let my gold membership lapse once. Uh, but anyway, when I first started, it was Lord Stanley. My last name's Stanley, so it was Lord Stanley. And then I got an email about a year into it said my gamer tag was too close to somebody else's gamer tag and that I had to change it. So then at that time, I changed it to uh, Mr. Hellbilly, H-E-L-L-B-I-L-L-Y. And it was that for years. And um, they sent me another email where I guess somebody complained about the word H-E-L-L being in it. So then I said, okay, fine. This is the second time I've been forced to change my gamer tag. So I just changed it to my name. It's Brian, B-R-I-A-N-G-S-T-A-N-L-E-Y. So they make me change that one. I don't know what else to do. <laughs> that is messed up. Yeah. I'm probably the only person I've been told that's been forced to change their name. So you really need to start looking to see if there's another person out there with your name. <laughs> And right. complained first. <laughs> right, right, right. 
But at least all my achievements and everything followed me. That was the yeah. only thing that I was concerned about. I don't understand the whole first one. Your gamer tag's too close to someone else's gamer tag. Yeah, it was a it was long time ago. Literally, it was like a year after Xbox Live started, and I got that, and I didn't understand. I said, "Well, you know, I've had mine since the day that Xbox started. Why, why, why am I being forced to change it? I don't know. Like I said, I didn't know if it had anything to do with maybe uh, NHL or whatever. Like I said, being Lord Stanley, but uh, that was the excuse. They said it was too close to somebody else's, and I had to change it. I had no choice. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I was um, I was an original Xbox Live member back when it was a beta, and I actually mm-hmm. was wingman, and right. I ended up dropping and getting out of console gaming for a while. Got back in the 360, and the that that gamer tag was still held in the original Xbox Live, so I could never get it. So I had to go with 709, and then they released them. And they even announced it. We're going to release all these old names. I was like, oh, I can be able to change it back. And someone snagged it before I yep. could get it. It's like I was checking every day, and one day I skipped, and then the next day, oh, it's already taken. And it was like some somebody in Australia now has it. And I was like, oh, man, I want my original name back. But that's what I get for living. Right. I remember that. <laughs> um, so next one is, how would you find our show? Um, believe it or not, um... I'm probably one of the very few people that use a um, Windows phone, believe it or not. Um, I actually just bought a new one, the Acatel IL-4S. Oh, wow. Um, the, uh, there was a app that was on that that was just straight, it was just straight up called uh, Podcast. And uh, you guys actually, when I looked up Xbox, you guys are actually the number one in the feed there. And I hadn't heard of the show, so I uh, added you guys to my subscription, and I've been listening to you guys now for about two years now. And believe it or not, I don't, I, I don't know if you guys know anything about the uh, apps that are on the Windows Phone uh, platform, but there's one that I think it's also on PC called Groover Pro, and uh, yes. you guys are in the top five also on that. Yeah, I use uh, I use the Groover Pro on my uh, on my my Surface and even my PC here. I, I yeah. like that. I like that app a lot because it syncs like through the cloud. Yep. Um, yep. I wish it was on the iPhone. I have it's not on the iPhone, and I hate that because I listen a lot in my car, and that one doesn't sync with like you know. It's like oh, I'll listen to part of a show, and then I go into work and turn my Surface on. I want to listen to the rest of it, and it's like I got to look at my phone. How many minutes in, and then move the slider? I was like, oh, Grover needs to come to iPhone. <laughs> hey, that's a sales pitch for a Windows phone. There you go. I used to have a Windows phone, and I really liked it. Yeah, um, yeah. But it, uh, I actually had the, uh, what was it? It was Microsoft's 950. Uh, yeah, I had that flagship. one also. That was a great phone, but it, it, I had an issue with it, so, um, which they, AT&T said it was a hardware thing, and I was going to have to deal with sending it back to Microsoft. And it's like, well, when you use this for work, uh, I can't really be without it. <laughs> so I understand. So I'm back on the iPhone, but. Cool. Well, it's good to know we're number one somewhere, Rob. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, back in the day, we used to be in the top on the Zoom. Yes. Yes. As I remember well. the Zoom. So I want to know why Zoom. Microsoft hasn't contacted us yet. I should reach out to him. Dude, we're number one on your podcast app. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Throw us a bone here. At least give us some, uh-huh. give us some free Xbox ones to hand out to the community. Come on. Oh, so. speaking of the Zoom, did you guys see the new Guardians of the Galaxy movie? Yes. No. Yeah. Well, 
so the the dude Star Lord, he had a cassette tape player that would uh, you know he listened to his mixtape and stuff, and at the end of the second one he gets a zoom. Yeah, I saw that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was awesome. All right, so what is your favorite Xbox game, Brian? Of all time? Yeah. But on the uh, so platform. All three generations, including? Yep. Okay. It would have to be the Gears of War series by far. Um, I even have the tattoo to prove it. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Gears of War by far is... Uh, yeah, across, uh, well, no, since 361. So um, I would say Gears of War. Um, Halo, I was big into Halo at first uh, on the original Xbox, moving on to 360. But um, as I think uh, a lot of people um, started dropping off on that one, and Gears of War took it for me as the as the main franchise for Xbox for me. Cool. So got to ask, what's your thoughts on uh, Gears of War Judgment? <laughs> uh, let's pretend that would never happen. <laughs> that's, that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. What is your favorite gaming memory? It can be on any platform. Uh wow. Um, probably the Super Nintendo. Um, when Donkey Kong Country first came out, back in Rare's original days, uh, seeing that game on TV for the first time, it was just such a jump. Even before, uh, you know, the Nintendo 64, the jump from graphics on the, you know, the Genesis, TurboGrafx-16, you know, when the Super Nintendo came out and you saw that Donkey Kong, I can't remember what they called it, but they used some kind of, um, it was, you know, as you guys know, Rare Rare, and it was some kind of uh, graphical, I can't remember what they called it, but Anyway, the game just looked amazing. First time I saw Donkey Kong Country, it was a big jump in graphics, and I, for some reason, I've never forgot that. Cool. That game did look amazing. Yeah, that's for sure. Actually, I've got one for you. So, what is your uh, your history with consoles? So, like, uh, which ones did you start off with, uh, including all the Xboxes and stuff? Like, what was your first one through now? For me, my question. Yeah. Yeah. Um, started. I remembered uh, my father brought home uh, the Atari Twenty Six Hundred. Uh, that was the first one that I played with. Uh, me and him used to play the game. I think it was literally called Boxing and Hockey, and yeah. uh, we played those two games together. Um, since then, it was the um, Nintendo Entertainment System, Sega Master System, um, the Three DO. Um, oh, that thing is amazing. It was it was wow. very cool. Uh, that's actually what got uh, Leapfrog Madden into the mainstream with the 3DO. Um, let's see what else. Um, uh, so let's see here. Um, shoot, I mean I, everything. I mean everyone, man. I had the Tar Jaguar. I had the Super Nintendo, the, the Sega Saturn, the Sega Dreamcast, uh, all the Xboxes, um, PlayStation One, PlayStation Two. But I will admit. Um, after the Xbox came out, um, I I left the PlayStation crowd, and uh, not to necessarily say I'm a fanboy, I'm a definitely a big fan of Microsoft, but uh, just Sony lost me there uh, along the way, and I've never I've never gone back to that. But I think other than the PlayStation Three and the PlayStation Four, I've owned every single uh, system and Nintendo up to the um, 
uh, Nintendo GameCube. And after that, I was uh, on Xbox also. Do you still have some of those systems? or uh, I have the Nintendo GameCube still. Um, I do have a few of the... I have the Atari 2600 back at my parents' house still. And I have the original Nintendo back at my parents' house still. And I think I still have my Dreamcast. But I think that's about it. But I oh. did hold on to my Dreamcast because I had the black uh, Sega Sports one. That was pretty cool looking. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sometimes the parents' house, that's the only place you can still plug in some of those consoles. Right, right, right. I, I was listening to you guys talking uh, a couple shows ago. I think you yeah. were talking about the uh, RF connector. Where oh, you had yeah. TV. That brought back <laughs> a lot of memories. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, any other questions, uh, Rob? Uh, I'll let you take one. I got one left, so... If you had any others before I ask the final question. No, uh, go ahead. All right. So keep in mind, Brian, you can only respond to your answer can only be those that are on this call. <laughs> those that <laughs> failed to show up are not allowed to be selected. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, so we have to ask, who is your favorite host? Uh, I, Rob. Rob is. Oh, thank you. All right, now you're both out of here. Now, <laughs> another one. Hello? Up. You guys still there? <laughs> Why, All right, thank you. cool, cool, cool. All righty, so let's um, move on to our uh, first question. So there really wasn't a whole lot to talk about this week, um, so I came up with some questions. So the first thing is. Game of the Year 2017 is going to be here before we know it. I can't believe we're almost into August. So my question is to you guys, have you played any games yet in 2017 um, that you feel might make your personal Game of the Year um, might, or might, be, might qualify for your personal Game of the Year choice? So, Brian, I'll start with you. Uh, the answer is yes. Um... Resident Evil 7 Biohazard, by far. Um, I was starting to lose faith in that game in 5 and 6, but uh, 7 took it to new heights that, honestly, I wasn't even sure that was capable on the Xbox One system. Um, it was, I mean, to me, it was amazing. I don't, I don't know if you guys played through that game, but uh, it was definitely a total, totally different experience, a horror experience experience. Uh, and an action experience that I've never even uh, come close to feeling uh, experience in a video game. Um, that that game honestly blew me away. Capcom did a really good job with that game. Cool. Rob, how about you? I'm having a hard time even remembering what games came out this year. <laughs> For some reason. The, oh, you uh, play mobile games. <laughs> yeah, the list doesn't seem to be very long. From I'm actually looking on my console right now to see what's on there, and well, while you're, I don't know. I, I would have to say, uh, looking forward, uh, Wolfenstein Two Colossus. Don't be jumping! Don't be jumping! It's the next topic. <laughs> That'll if be my game of the year for sure. Yet, if you haven't played one, okay, yet, okay, you have to have yeah. played this. So that's what I'm saying. This section maybe is I have played so far that no, you haven't. <laughs> I know that, because <laughs> you would have already told me. Um, so for myself, there's I've played two games that might make it, 
Um, you know, again, there's still more, a lot of the year still to come and a lot of games coming. But so far, what I've played so far would be Sniper Elite 4. Um, I, I So far, I think, has really been my favorite game of this year so far. Um, I absolutely loved it. Bought the season pass, played all of the additional content. It's been fantastic, and they their last one was just amazing. I, it was the best uh, DLC release that they've done so far. And then Ghost Recon Wildlands, um, I kind of have mixed feelings about. I think it was it was good. It was a lot of fun, and there was a ton of content. I mean, there was a lot to that game. I mean, it worked really well, but it was also kind of frustrating at times. Um, but uh, where I never really got frustrated with Sniper Elite 4, I, that, I just love that game inside and out all the way. So, uh, But those are the two I've played so far that would would be games I'd have to consider and compare. Um, and I'm, I'm sure there's a few more that will come out before the end of the year that will join that list. But uh, if we had to select today, those would be my two that would be vying for that spot. All right, so... Rob, we got your answer, but <laughs> what's your most anticipated game that you want to play in 2017 that has not yet been released, and why? So, is Rob, is um, Wolfenstein 2 going to come out this year? It's it supposed is, right? to. I think it was uh, October or November release, maybe September. It's okay, definitely so coming out later this year. Actually, I think it's October. So, why do you want to play it? Because I love the first two. I love the humor, love the style, even the uh, even like the storyline. It's a little bit of humor in there. It's just, it's just great, it's great all the way around. Now this one looks different from. I mean, I my my thoughts, and I didn't really play these. I know you're you're big into them. The Wolfenstein dude, you trash great. this game every time I brought it up. So I'm not even going to say, well, look, I don't no, even want what, you to play. I do not want you to I play this game. I played the original Wolfenstein. I don't think I played the new blood or the old blood or the dead Dude, blood you complained. You Dude, complained about how you had to like hit a button to pick up stuff. I remember that. That was your gripe <laughs> every single time because you just want to walk around and you just want to have stuff fly to I want you. it to magically float up when I get within a set radius. So yeah. Do anything, it's like real man. life. It's 2017. I shouldn't have to stop and look at it. Oh, and hit the blue button to pick up the gun. Well, you know, the game is I, set I in the past. I understand the gun, but it's like the you know? ammo. It just, just, just pick up, man. <laughs> oh. You just want to pick it up just by it coming near your foot. That's all. That's all. I, just, I, know, I, know I wanted to just go, oh, he's in the room. Let me fly to him and jump into his backpack. That's what should yeah. happen. So yeah. there, there's more to that of why I didn't like the original game. But so you saying the humor and all that, because I don't really remember humor in Wolfenstein, but I didn't play oh, it yeah. that far. Um, so are you comparing that to the original Wolfenstein or the last two? I don't know. What were those games that came out? Old, the old so Blood, there, there was uh, the New Blood and the. Oh, was the, the order in the Old Blood, right? Old, the New and Old Blood. Yeah. Yeah, so those were those were really good. Um, the one prior, man, I don't even know how many years ago that was. That that's totally different. I don't know if was it was that even done by Bethesda, the original one. So I think it was Raven, I think. 
Yeah, the new ones, they were done by Bethesda, and like the main character was BJ Blazkowicz. Okay. So to me, he's very much like a Duke Nukem character. So he does like one liners and um it, it just it's just good. It's funny. It, you know, he did some some good ones, great timing for certain things. And uh it was very well done. There were some things that were very cinematic. Um in the first one a little more so than the second one, but uh it was good. I mean it was it was very interesting the way that it was done. The levels were were great. So I'm I'm really looking forward to like more of the same with uh with the Colossus. All right. How about you, Brian? Um mm, I think I have to uh agree with Rob there. All right. Um I'm a huge fan of uh, Wolfenstein also. Um, and I totally understand what you mean, Rob, by the, um, the commentary and yeah. the, uh, humor there. Um, it's, it's like great. It's like, it's almost like the best B movie commentary and yeah. you know, silliness you can think of. Um, I love the gory over the topness of it, but yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to playing that game. I had a question for you guys though. Um, I, I'm planning to get an Xbox one X. Um, and you guys know that the games that uh, are going to have the um, enhanced update for Xbox One X, have you guys stopped playing any games that you were playing, uh, waiting to install them and play them again on Xbox One X, the enhanced quote-unquote version, which is I've kind of done, like Ghost Recon is one of them. Um, I've kind of put that on the shelf. Um, let me think. Dishonor 2 is another one I haven't finished yet that I've put on the shelf to wait to replay it again. So I kind of consider those games still, I still want to play this year. Well, that's an interesting thought. Hmm. Yeah, I, I hadn't given that, that any thought, really. Um, I'm definitely going to be getting an Xbox One X. My whole thing right now is I don't know when I'm going to get a 4K TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not... So. I'm just playing because I can't wait. You know, I don't have the patience to right. to wait. So, and I I don't. And I'm at, my next topic is going to probably really feed into why I don't think it's going to be a big thing for me. Uh, I'm going to get one just because I have to have one. You know, um, but uh, no, I'm not uh, holding off on anything. Was there something else you wanted to add, Rob? Did I cut you off? Um, no, I don't think so. Okay. So for me, my most anticipated games, um, I've got a couple. Number one's Crackdown 3. I mean, that is, they could not sell another game the rest of the year, and I'd be happy with Crackdown 3. Um, in fact, I'm actually getting Agents of Mayhem just to try to, because it's going to be, I feel like that's type, it's going to probably fill that same style of game. And I it's, I just need it. I need that uh, over the top. But that's my favorite, most anticipated. I'm very interested in Far Cry 5. Um, it looks amazing. My only concern there is it's just going to be, it's probably going to be a reskin of Far Cry 3, Far Cry 4, <laughs> and Primal. It's just, it's going to be the same thing. It's just a different place. But it does look really good, so I'm looking forward to that. And I'm also really looking forward to Battlefront 2's campaign. Um, I think that's going to be fun to play that campaign. So uh, hopefully those all turn out to be something fun. All right. So based on Brian's, or uh, going back to Brian's question about waiting 
on a game and replaying it later with the X. I haven't done that, and one thing that I'm not not too sure if, how it's going to play out is so far my experience with HDR has not been that great. I hear people talk about how awesome it is, how it's worth every penny, you got to get an HDR TV, blah, blah, blah. I've got a 4K HDR TV, and I recently was playing Second Son, Infamous Second Son on my PS4 Pro, um, on my nice big TV. And what I have found was like, it's so dark, and all the HDR games are very dark. Um, and it's supposed to be like true blacks, richer blacks, but it, I don't, I, I wouldn't have expected to make the game just like completely like dark. Like, there's times I can't even see. Like, you know, it's just like, it's just all gone. So in, in Second Son, I had to like change the setting to be like max brightness. And even then, it was still too dark. Like, it's just, it was weird. And then recently, I, I took that PlayStation 4 off of the TV and put it onto a different one for uh, for reasons. And it's on a, now it's on a 1080p television, doesn't have HDR. And the game looks a lot better, in my opinion. And it's not that the colors look better or that it's sharper, because... Obviously it's not, but the game overall, I think, looked... I enjoyed it because I could see, you know. Um, it just made that game, to me, like, playable. So my experience with HDR has not been that great. It's almost like, man, maybe I need to turn HDR off. What? Use it. Yeah, because it's it's too dark. It makes everything so dark. Whatever. I'm telling you, the game I looked, I thought... More not, not that it looked better, but I, I myself I don't see this huge necessarily see a huge jump. I, where I did see where was it? I we talked about this a while ago. I played I think it was an Xbox game that I moved. Um, oh, was it the Division? No, it was something I, I was playing and I took it to the ho to a hotel. I was traveling, and I was like, wow, this game looks like garbage after I'd been on a 4K TV. Um, I was like, wow, this looks very different. I was kind of shocked. But this one, because, again, it's, again, it's the lighting. It looked To me, it looked a lot better. So I, I don't know. I'm, I'm a little hesitant about, and, and my excitement for the X has kind of waned a little bit with the whole HDR issue for me. But mm. I don't know. <laughs> Did you do the um, TV calibration with your PS4 Pro? I I set up when I first got it. I configured it for I think I was using Forza Horizon three, and I was following a YouTube video that was specifically talking about my exact brand of TV, and they were doing they were showing recommendations for HDR yeah. and different visual settings, specifically for the TV and consoles. So. Um, you know, it could just be that I need to go in and readjust and stuff, but every, everything has always been really super dark. Um, and it's just yeah. I'm not a fan of that. I prefer more brighter game. So Yeah, I was going to say, when I got my uh, 4K HDR TV, I have an LG version, um, and I did the calibration uh, with the Xbox One S, and honestly, I think it looks great. Um, like, like you said, Forza Horizon 3, I think that game looks amazing. I have played that game on a non-HDR TV. That's the only one I can sit there, compare 
TV to TV, and that looked totally different to me. But I get what you're saying. The colors do pop, but those colors pop also on the dark side, too. So, yes, the blacks look really, really black. So I think it just could be a preference or a calibration. Yeah. And to to some degree, too, you know, like even on a regular system, they have like the gamma settings. I don't like games where when they're set properly, like they'll tell you, you know, they'll have a word or some image and they're like, you know, set it so it's barely visible. I can't see anything if if it's set that way. I actually purposely bump everything up. Yep, I do too. Yeah, because, yeah, when you do that, then it's like you get in the game, it's like, I can't see, you know, and maybe that's what they intended, you know, maybe you're supposed to stumble over the treasure, like, oh, I kicked my shin, what is it? Oh, it's a treasure box. I'd rather see it five feet in front of me instead of running into it. (laughs) But, so, we'll see. I I mean, I'm still getting a next, and I'm excited for all the things that it's going to do, but um, I'll have to just do some more digging around and educating myself on HDR because just what I'm seeing now is not necessarily been, I just feel everything's too dark and it could be, it's probably my configuration thing that I've done to make things, uh, worse than they should be. So, all right. Uh, Rob, you got the next couple ones. Okay. So, um, the custom gamer picks uh, came out, I don't know, a couple weeks back, uh, a little bit longer if you were an insider. Now, we all knew that this was coming, but they're starting to censor <laughs> some of uh, some of the users. Because you figure that if people had, like, uh, lewd, disgusting, um, offensive uh, information in their um, in gamer pick, that it would definitely... Uh, get censored, but uh, you know, you know, kind of like uh, with the gamer um, with the name that we were talking about a little while ago. Looks like that they're stepping up and uh, going a little too far with some of these things. There was a police officer that um, let me see if I can. I lost the story. Oh, here it is. There was a police officer that got suspended for 24 hours after changing his gamer pick to an image of a fellow officer clutching a folded American flag, you know, where they're folded in, into the triangles. I don't know. I don't know if there's a name for that, but uh, yeah, he got his account suspended for 24 hours. Uh, Cause I don't know. Somebody took offense to that. I don't know, but in a post post on his uh, Facebook page, it goes, so last night Xbox Live decided to enact enforcement for having uh, this as my gamer pick. I tried to find out which rule it violated with a customer service rep. Uh, that met with the last message. He sent me basically stating to avoid this, don't post any photo of police or military related uh, to avoid this further. So, I mean, you know, I, I could see something being like pornographic, offensive, let's say just downright disgusting, but to take it to length, like what a police officer with, I mean, because uh, I'm looking at a picture of it. It's basically a police officer holding the flag to his chest. He is in the, like, uh, like the full dress uniform, not 
like right. the regular I'm on my beat uniform. Yeah, he's probably at a funeral. Yeah, so he's holding it and he's like uh looking down, he's got his uh his cap like, you know, hiding his face. So I mean right. it's a nice picture. Um you know, very much like a military style photo. He's got white gloves on and stuff. Um but yeah, I mean it's uh it's gonna be interesting to see how far they take this stuff and um you know, it's it's a shame that they're doing this kind of stuff. So if you put on a gamer pick of a guy of a character from Call of Duty, you'd have to have that removed too, right? Because that's military. Yeah, maybe it's violating a copyright or something. Who knows? <laughs> that's so stupid. You know. Yeah, I mean, you can see these things being problematic from the standpoint of people just have photos of stuff that they think is cool, and you know somebody's going to complain about it because that's how we are as a society. We just complain about what other people are doing. So, yeah, that was interesting. We'll, we'll, we'll see how this continues. Maybe, do you guys think that they might take this away? I, I personally think they might end up taking it away. Uh, I, see, I see already where it can end up being an issue. I don't know if you got it, noticed it or not, but I have uh, two young sons that also play uh, on Xbox Live, and there's quite a bit of, uh, let's say, um, I can't believe, I, I can't actually believe some of the um, profiles and the pictures that are being put up, and there seems to be a lot of random uh, different Xbox Live gamer tags, uh, I guess, sending uh, requests and messages uh, to a lot of people with, uh, I guess, best way to put it is attractive women as their profile picture now. So I kind of see where this is going, and I think Microsoft might have opened up a can of worms. <clears throat> yeah. They're just going to censor this feature out away from us. Yep. Well, I, I, yeah, I don't know, because I think you can do this on the PlayStation, and you can do it other places. I mean, when they announced it, it's like it, they know that they're going to end up with issues. Um, I've seen some nasty stuff on Call of Duty um, where you can make your custom... I can't believe some of the stuff I've seen. It's like, how are they making that through the little... You know, you use your... their little tools inside to make a picture, and it's pretty nasty, but... um, I don't know. I I think it's there. They're going to have to figure out a way to to do it. Maybe it's going to go through some... Maybe it's, it's... my guess is these things are probably going through some kind of automated process. And there's probably a system in the background that's using some algorithm to detect some things um, to keep certain things uh, from even being there. But if anything, I don't, I think they may go through say a review process so you can submit this and, you know, maybe in 24, 48 hours we'll allow it. Once someone looks at it, um, they might have to do something like that, but it could be, they do Maybe they do it with the power of Azure, where it goes out to the cloud, to a room of eighty-year-old women <laughs> that look at each one, and if if it offends them, then they whack it. Yeah, exactly. So, well, no offense I, to eighty-year-old women, by the way. You just you just lost half our community, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. What's next? Okay, just a, a quick roundup of some of the uh, some of the news that's been going on over the past week or so. So, um, you guys remember uh, Michael Pachter? Oh yeah, uh, analyst that is like probably most well known with with gaming. So 
he had a little bit of commentary on the Xbox One S. And I think a lot of people won't like it. The S? Are you interested? X, 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 Xbox One X. X. It's not good. Are you peaked? Did I clickbait everybody? (laughs) Or just upset everybody? No. Anyway. So he basically says that Xbox One X uh, is probably going to be a failure in the near future. So the things that we know about the Xbox One X, of course, are a lot of, um, you know, high-end components in there. It's, It's got the crazy specs. It's got the big GBs and the big uh, pixel counts. You know, that's what people want to hear. And it's also got the $500 price tag. And uh, he says an Xbox One X costs as much as an Xbox One S and a PS4 Slim combined. So if you don't have an Xbox One yet, any kind, why would you buy an X instead of an S? And a PS4 to go with it, too. I just don't get it. I don't think that they are doing themselves any favor at this price point. I know they are selling the appeal of 4K, but let's be real. Probably fewer than 10% of U.S. households have a 4K TV. And certainly way less than that than in any other developed country. So who is waiting for this? Next year, maybe around the end of 2017, uh, will probably be closer to 20% of U.S. households and 10% for the rest of the world. And by the end of 2018, we'll be at around 35% and 20% respectively. And by 2019, around 50 and 30. So yes, it's more relevant purchase down the line. But at $500, if I had only that money in my pocket and I had to choose between an Xbox One X and a 4K TV, I would buy a 4K TV. So they're only appealing to people who have a 11 hundred dollars because they have to buy the tv as well this is the same problem oculus faced i really think that the xbox one will not do well um and the story goes on to to say a little more where pactor fails to acknowledge though that the xbox one x will be selling for a higher price than the s it'll actually be retailing for the same price as the original one when it launched uh, back in 2013. The price actually isn't all that high, especially when it's compared to the cost of building a gaming PC. Uh, With similar specs and the price of HDR Blu-ray, 4K Blu-ray, that can retail between 150 and 400, depending on the brand. And uh, there's also the fact that Xbox One X does more than offer 4K graphics in video games, um, something that a 4K uh, television set isn't needed to experience. So that leads to a question for you guys. Now, I mean, we can see his logic with us, and, and I get it. It's basic. He's The way that he phrased all of this, he's talking about non-gamers. Basically, somebody who here in 2017 or maybe early 2018 is just making the entry point into what we'll call next gen gaming, right? 
which started really like what three four years ago i think the majority of households that buy xbox one x are already in the system you know they're not going to be new they're not going to be just entering into it and saying well you know i can buy both an s and a ps4 slim i mean people won't think about that they'll they'll pick one ecosystem and they'll go to it and i think a lot of the people that well actually let me let me ask you guys before i continue to answer my own question like what do you guys think about what he said I think that's uh, where the market's going. I mean, I think this is where the industry's going all together. I mean, I agree with him that $500 is a lot of money, but 4K TV, I mean, we heard this argument when HD TV came out. You know, everybody's saying, you know, this is not something that's needed. This is too expensive. You know, we've been here, done this already. 4K is where it's at. It's going to happen. Um, you know, and then by the time that the sweet spot comes around for 4K TV and everybody has it, Microsoft would be the console maker that's had one out for a year or two, and they might be at their sweet spot with the price for the Xbox One X at that time. And I truly believe that there's going to be quite a few people that jump ship from PlayStation back to Xbox again. Oh, wow. And, you know, you bring up an interesting point where when it comes to, let's say, features of televisions over the past, I don't know, 10, 20, 30 years, you had some stuff which was kind of like a fad that really didn't get adopted. The things that did get adopted are stereo, because at one time TVs were just mono. So you had stereo television. And of course, color way back in the day, that stuck. But some things didn't fly, like the 3D aspect of it. I mean, that kind of got a you know, dumped a little bit. You know, we'll see where the curved TVs go, if they're going to stick around or not. But 4K, 4K is like the next evolution of the TVs. You know, we went from SD to like the higher quality SD where, you know, it had like the blue, not Blu-ray players, but uh, DVD quality. And then it made the jump into HD, which is kind of like where we're, on the tail end of right now and then 4k is the next evolution i, I there's no way that it can be a fad agree yeah it might have a short lifespan because it'll go 8k but <laughs> yeah i mean thing. I, I think he's looking at it wrong i agree with you guys it you know microsoft they're they're putting money in here they're investing money in this and I feel I gotta believe that they got some smart people at the top knowing what they're doing. Um, you know, Phil Spencer. I think he, he's he's a gamer. I think he's the kind of executive we want. Yes, he is watching the bottom line. Yes, he's got to be able to make money for the investors, but he's also trying to get people excited about the brand. He's he's a gamer. I mean, he says nothing bad about PC gaming, PlayStation, Nintendo. He congratulates them. He says good things about them. And um, he's just trying to put a platform out there that gamers are going to like. And they've even stated, we don't expect the X to be a, high, a big seller. The S is going to be their number one seller because of price. And, you know, but it's there. Why wait till 100% of homes have... 4k to put out a 4k console it doesn't make sense and for those no, that have them that have the disposable income you know they're gearing this towards people like us 
You know, this is not for the kids. I wouldn't buy one of these for my kids. You know, my kids right. will probably inherit, maybe might inherit my S. Right now they have my day one Xbox One. And my S might end up going to the office. I don't know. But, you know, the I'm not buying one for the kids. This is for those of us hardcore gamers who like the best of everything, who are going to have the money available to, to do it, to buy it. And they know that. Right. It's never been billed as a commodity item. It's a choice. They're giving us a choice. And why is that bad? And, you know, Sony's uh, PS4 Pro supposedly does 4K just a different way, you know, but nobody's saying it's going to fail. You know, why Why is it, again, it just kind of, it just, I don't understand this hatred towards Microsoft that, you know, I was, I jumped on a stream the other day, uh, the other night when I was looking at Fortnite and I, I said, I, I was wondering if that was a, an Xbox stream where they play on Xbox and someone's like, no, why would I, why would I play on that if I'm going to, you know, cause it, it turned out it was PC and they're like, well, if you're going to be stupid enough to game on a console, why would you pick the worst one? And I'm like, dude, and I even wrote by, and, and there was a co-stream and I'm like, dude, I'm a gamer. I don't care about platform. You know, but I wanted to know if you were playing on the platform or intend to buy it on. And someone else was like, yeah, I agree with Wingman. It's, it's you know, stop the stupid console wars and, you know, we're gamers. Who cares what we play on? I played PUBG on a PC today. I played a heck of a lot of PlayStation 3 and 4 games in the last six weeks. I'm an Xbox guy. You know, I love this platform, prefer this platform. It doesn't mean I can't play anything else. Um, and I'm getting off track. I don't know where I was going. <laughs> But um, Pactor was like, you know, nobody nobody cares about what, like, Sony does. Sony gets a pass. It's just like they're the love child of everybody. No matter what they do, that's great. And, oh, we should have done this. And then Microsoft does essentially the same thing, only better. And it's like, oh, well, we don't need 4K gaming. Well, you didn't say that when the PS4 Pro came out. You know, why, why is that? Why why was this you don't need it? And, and Hawk in our chat was saying... Again, this is, it's not required. The 4K TV is not required. It's going no. to improve your Xbox One games, period. You're going to get the 1080p, you know, which we've been at 900 or 920 for the last three years. You know, we haven't been getting the same exact P's as the PlayStation gets. Now <laughs> you're going to get them, okay? And you can do a lot more if you have the extra tv and it's a bonus so if you don't have it today and a year from now you buy a 4k tv guess what boom you're already set you don't have to go buy another console you don't have to go buy the playstation 5 or the nintendo switch 2 4k version you know you already have a 4k console it's just it's it's stupid you got me going rob yeah <laughs> got y'all fired up there's a reason michael pactor has i haven't heard that name in years there's a reason for yeah. that. He's, he's been wrong many times. Oh, he, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I don't even know why he became, I think he just became a personality, you know? It was more of a, and people would write into him and ask questions, but yeah, he's he's wrong more times than he's right. So, I mean, I don't want that to fail. I, I hope the Xbox One X is a huge success. Um, I want it to be because I want gamers to have that option. Um, and I want to see, you know, even I, I want Sony to be successful. I want Nintendo to be successful. Um, it, it benefits all of us. 
And so I wish people would just stop the hate. And if you're an Xbox gamer, most people listening to this, are gonna, they're Xbox gamers. Don't be bashing Sony. Don't be bashing Nintendo. We do it on occasion. It's out of joking, having fun. But we're all gamers and we all play on all systems. So just let's remember that. Not enough of me. I'm off my soapbox. <laughs> Carry on, Rob. Okay. <laughs> so basically, Michael Pachter is a professional guesser. Yeah. There you go. Um, so another thing, uh, Gigantic uh, was in beta for a long time, and it finally got full release on Xbox One. This is a pretty cool game, by the way. And uh, Record Definitive Edition got leaked. Uh, does anybody care? I don't know. And it's interesting that they're going to have a Definitive Edition for a game that is like, what, a year old? It's like a year old, and it got uh, its cost slashed in like three weeks. So um, that's about it. Oh, um, I guess there's some speculation as to if the Definitive Edition will be a 4K edition. So maybe that's what it includes. That's about it. So not much this week. All right. So let's, uh, Brian, you got anything else you want to talk about before we move on? No, no. I pretty much agree with everything you were saying about before. I just like to throw in there that the, uh, I think the Xbox One X is the system being made for, like you said, guys like us, guys that's been around since the 70s, 80s, been playing games since we can remember. Uh, this is our system. This is the system I think we've always dreamed for, and we are the guys that's going to buy it. So I, I think it's actually going to do well. Yeah, I'm waiting for my email coming from Amazon to say I can pre-order. Right, I can right. it that day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, getting a little I, close, getting a little uh, scary there. Yeah, there's, um, you know, I don't know if we ever just talked about it. I th- maybe we did. Um, but, you know, why, why isn't it available for pre-order? I think we did talk about it. I think, um, what is it, Gamescom is in August, right? Coming up in a few weeks? Yeah. I think maybe we're going to see some info there. I mean, I understand why they didn't have it ready, and because to get the FCC clearance, you got to send them all your specs and everything. I mean, they wanted to closely guard this until they announced it at E3. And I'm right. sure the day they went live was they probably sent the email or the packet or the FedEx over to the FCC with all the paperwork and said, here you go. And now we're waiting on the government to get through their process. You know, that's just going to take some time. Um, some people are trying to read something into it. I don't think it's, I think it was just them trying to protect the system and all this, because they wouldn't have to tell the FCC everything. And if that document yeah. got out, it would ruin their whole E3. Here's what it is. Um, right. So I'm sure we're still going to see it. My concern still lies with Crackdown. It's got a release date. But then I saw a story this week about how some the head writer of Destiny and Halo has now come over to Crackdown. And I'm like, hmm. uh, why would you be hiring a writer at this stage? The game should be close to going gold. And the article was talking about how they're writing and all this stuff. And I was like, wait a minute. The game's got like a November 7th release date. We're almost into August. Why would you be hiring a writer? So I'm a little concerned on on that game. And I'm a little worried, but... We will we'll see what happens, but uh, I'm pretty sure the Xbox One X will be out on time. All right, so we'll move on. You no, know, there there was something that I was kind of wondering. 
and uh, maybe I'll ask you guys, see what you think. So, you know, there's a fair amount of hype, you know, a lot of stats being thrown out about this and, you know, there's, there, there's been a number of products that I've purchased in the past that you get them like, um, I don't know, like, uh, I'll, I'll throw out something arbitrary here, like a new cable modem. Like you go to get a new cable modem for whatever reason, let's say it supports more channels or something like that. You throw it in, but you really don't realize like a huge benefit. It's not something like if you had a Nintendo, you know, or a a Dreamcast or something like that, and then you fire up an Xbox One X, you're like floored. You're like, oh my gosh, this is just amazing. You know, at that point, you get like a huge difference, a huge benefit, and you're like, this is leaps and bounds above what I've got. Now, if you've got an Xbox One S, for example, I mean, the system's what, a year old approximately? Or is it two years now? I remember they started shipping like in August. I think it's a year. Of whatever year. It was was. last year. So like last year? Okay. So they're about a year old now. And if you get an Xbox One X, the games, for the most part, are kind of going to be the same, aren't they? I mean, like what Mark was saying with HDR, where there's a little bit of a difference, but nothing really to make a huge deal out of it. Like where it's like 10 times better. Maybe it's like, 20% 20% better. Is that, is that going to be enough for people or even like going to 4k? Some of the games now I think look really good, you know, and let's say, let's even just say Xbox one S running an HDR game. The games look good in the game in 4k scaled up or whatever. Is it, is it going to be that much noticeable? where you can say like, this is an amazing leap or are you just going to shell out $500 and say, well, this is kind of more of the same. What did I just buy? You're going to shell out $500 and say, well, Microsoft told me it was better. (laughs) They had, remember we talked about this. Microsoft had um, a page up that showed you images from the S and the X on the same game. And it's like, yeah, if I'm stopping and I'm comparing and I got them side by side, I'm like, okay, well, I can kind of see this one looks a little clearer here. And I don't think it's going to be that huge of a difference. You know, I don't think you're going to notice it. What you will notice is like I did when I went and it was on, you know, I don't, and I don't remember the game, but I went, I was traveling, took the Xbox with, I was on a 1080p TV and I was like, whoa, this looks very different. You know, when you, when you're on something for a while and then you step back then you're going to be like, whoa, I think you'll know that's when you really notice it. But when you go forward, I don't think it's that big of a, a change, which doesn't make sense. You know, it, mm-hmm. it should be the same, but for me, Um, you know, I, I just, I have never really noticed, wow, that's amazing. But when I go backwards, it's like, Ooh, you know, (laughs) yeah. then, then it's like, you really see, wow, I guess that 4k TV is nice. 
because I'm sitting on a 1080p and it's not as pretty. Um, but you know, in my experience with the uh, uh, the uh, infamous was it was more of the coloring. You know, all of a sudden it's like, oh, I can see the game world now. All of a sudden, that was nice. So I, I think, you know, I, and what I tell people is, it's not. I don't think we're going to see this massive, drastic leap. Um, you will probably notice, and or if you're running tests or you're running, uh, what is it? Uh, there's a like an FPS thing that you can run on the PC, and it tells you how many frames per second you're running. And I mean, if you're going to run some kind of benchmarks, and yeah, you're going to see bigger numbers, but how's it translate to your gameplay? You, if, and I've told this to Brun, you don't have to buy an X and you're not going to miss out on the enjoyment of the game. You're still going to have fun playing Crackdown 3 on an Xbox One S as I will on an X. It, the game is still going to be fun. You know, if the game is fun, that's what matters. Um, and they're going to be so close visual, visually, I think, that it's not going to be that big of a deal. So people shouldn't feel they have to rush out and buy this thing. It's... But it's there if you want it. <laughs> I think a lot of what it was is um, that the original Xbox. Um, well, look at it this way: is the PlayStation Four was outselling the Xbox One. What is it? What is it? Two to one, three to one, something like that. Um, yeah, and a little over two to one. I think you know you got the media. You know the media, like in all things, you know can can change the way things go, especially sales. And um, you know with all the media. The talk about how the PlayStation 4 is so much technology, you know, better than the Xbox. I think Microsoft got itself into a position where, where they had to come out with something to show that, you know, they're back. You know, the Xbox One is the one back out on top. Uh, even if we don't buy it, I think it would just be the, the actual the, the vision of the Xbox being the better system than the PlayStation 4 now. And I think the tough part for Microsoft is, is at some point they're obviously going to be moving all to the Xbox One X, I think, or the 4K type of system. At some point, they're going to have to cut off the Xbox One S and the original Xbox One. Oh, I just, I just, I just had it. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> wow, I had, I had a prediction, and uh, oh, I'm going to make a prediction. I'm going to pull a Michael Pactor here. I predict that IGN is going to stop doing um, vi visual comparison <laughs> videos and screenshots once oh, it's yeah. released. Exactly. Stop exactly. doing that. Um, yeah, because I, I still believe Sony is paying the bills over there. And uh, soon as soon as the the, the story's flipped, uh, you won't see those types of things. You probably will at places like Digital Foundry. Um, you know, places that are. A uh, little bit have some integrity. Um, yeah, I think Giant Bomb. Well, well, I don't know if they do those. I listen to their show. I don't check out their website. Um, I don't know if they do the side-by-side -side comparisons, but uh, those guys are uh, full of integrity. I mean, they left a company because they weren't allowed to give an honest review because that company was paying the bills. <laughs> so you got to, you know, People need to be aware of what's being spoon-fed to them out there. Xbox.com and news.xbox.com, guess what? It's going to be all positive out of Xbox. PlayStation.com is going to be all positive about them. You know, when you go to an IGN or someone similar and you see a particular company, video game company, plastered all over the background, 
That's because they got paid by them. So you got to understand that maybe their opinions might be slightly skewed to ensure the check keeps coming in, you know, and that's, that's sad. Um, but that's unfortunately the way things are. Um, I'm going to throw a little politics in CNN recently admitted that the whole Russian Trump connection story was complete lie. But when they started running it, their viewership went up, they made more money and they said, they're going to continue to run the story because that's what their listeners want to hear. This is a news organization that admitted they're making up news just to appease people to keep the money coming in, you know. And now we're talking video games. So, what? Why would you think that a video game or a video or a news organization that is on entertainment or video games isn't going to do that even more so? I mean, I'm sorry, world news is more important than video game news. Um, so, if the real world news is going to make stuff up, I can guarantee you that you just, you know, be aware of things when when you're out there. Uh, reading and you know know that hey if they can find nothing wrong with it eh, maybe that's because the game's plastered all over their background images so uh, agree right. man I'm on a soapbox today I feel all <laughs> preachy you young kids you better behave <laughs> whippersnappers <laughs> yeah all right see what happens when Brun leaves I get crazy all right. So, you want to send us a voicemail, you can go to our site, thesexboxlife.com, click on the right-hand side, you'll see the send the voicemail box. You'll have to allow your camera, or not your camera, but your microphone, you have to allow the web page to take access to your microphone so you can send us a voicemail. We will put it in the show. Be sure to leave us your name or gamer tag, whichever you prefer. It can be a question, comment, or whatnot. Um, you can also email us, contact at thesexboxlife.com. And we did get an email. So, Rob, you want to read that? Sure. Uh, this is from Inner Lattice 611 or 611. Hello, I'm a new listener, but a fan of the show. I'm excited with the new upcoming release of Wolfenstein 2 coming oh, in October. Geez. Guys, I did not write this. Mm-hmm. All right. uh, I have made Brian the did. decision uh, <laughs> about a year ago to get all of my games digitally. That being said, I have two questions. There's a collector box version of the game that comes with an action figure. I may make an exception to get Nazi killing hero, William Joseph B.J. Blaskowitz. And number two, season pass option on the digital version is the first for the series, but there are no details to be found of what it will entail. I may get it as I am a fan of everything so far, but as of uh, lately, most games I feel is just a quick cash grab examples xcom 2 new expansion dlc as extra coin along with dishonored 2 expansion dlc coming as well your thoughts so i mean um i think we've talked about uh you know some of these collector editions um you know quite a bit over the years and from my take a lot of the stuff that you get in these um you know, big collector box versions, like I've always thrown out after a while. So I don't know if it's really worth it unless it's something that you really like and you want to have it as a showpiece, like in a display case or something. What do you guys think? Uh, Even my favorite game, uh, Gears of War, just like you just said, uh, Rob, I've got the 
the special editions. I got the ones that came with books, the, the 10, the 10 box, um, after a couple of years, they all either got this either disappeared or got thrown away. So I've never really seen a, a purpose and I've always bought the standard edition since then. Yeah. Cause I mean, I haven't seen, uh, what this one comes with, but I like the game enough that, you know, getting the, you know, Blaskowitz figure. I mean, it's, it's got some appeal to it because that stuff's always cool, but Man, I, I don't I don't know if it's worth shelling out, you know, two, three times the money in some of these cases. Well, I gotta say the game's not worth sixty bucks to begin with, so why would you spend more money than that? <laughs> uh, that's the mark I know. I was waiting for that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, that's tough because you know those for for people who are real fans of the game getting those collectibles like that, like a, like a statue or an action figure or something like that, that is really neat to get. And I, I, you know, sometimes I think it was battlefield did a version. I think it was battlefield one where they released like this hundred dollar version of, but it didn't include the game. Like it gave you all this other stuff. So for someone like him or for, for inner lattice, you know, maybe you can find that. Maybe maybe they'll release something where it's like, here's all the stuff, or, you know, because if you want the digital, or what they need to do is start releasing the stuff and then giving you the digital code. That's, I mean, and I think we're probably going to end up eventually seeing that, um, so that they're not forcing you to buy the disc-based version of the game. Um, but again, if you only have, if that's your only one, then you can leave the disc in the drive and never still have to worry about you know, disc swapping. But I say, if you want it, man, go get it. And and here's the other thing too, to keep in mind, you can always down the road, you know, the game's eventually going to go on sale when it gets to a, a digital version. That's cheap enough for you to buy it so that you have the digital release. Then you can chuck the disc. I mean, you're not going to probably get anything for it at the GameStop at that point, but you know, you, you can, so you can still get your digital eventually if you want. So, uh, as for the just, season pass, I just, I, I just put the link in the show notes, by the way, if you guys want to launch it, it's, uh, it's not what I was expecting. It's a, uh, kind of like a, oh, I don't know. It's an action figure. It's not a, statue. it's an, it, it's an action figure, but if you know the game, I mean, it is, it's kind of fitting because. It's like an action figure that you would find, I guess, in an alternate universe that's controlled by the Nazis <laughs> in the 50s and 60s. Actually, probably more like 40s, 50s. So it's the Elite Hans enemy edition called Terror Billy, the cold-blooded terrorist. So it's basically <laughs> he's got like, an axe uh, in his hand, dude. <laughs> he's got what? He's got an axe in one hand and... Like an alien, or maybe it's an automatic shotgun on the other hand. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, it's something that is like, I mean, you could, I, I, I can picture this being an actual toy in an alternate universe. But uh, <laughs> no, it's, it's got some novelty, I think. If, if you're a real fan of the game, there's some novelty. I was expecting it to be like a, you know, like a little statue or something you know kind of like uh what's that one company that does the 
the statues of the games, like McFarlane or something. McFarlane, yeah. 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 I, I thought it would be something like that. And it's only $100. So for like another 40 bucks, That might be worth it. Yeah. That's well, interesting. Yeah, so you get that. Let's see what else. It also includes, well, it's a, it's a 12 inch action figure. So it's still, that's tall. It's still 12 inches tall. So it's, I mean, it's a foot tall, man. That's, 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 that's statuesque. That's not a toy. That's still pretty big. Yeah. It's got weapons from the games and a hatchet. <laughs> I'm trying to see. It also includes the game inside an exclusive metal case and a blitz mensch poster nine by 14 poster um yeah it's too bad they didn't give you like the digital copy of the game but again if you want the toy or the statue you want those collector's edition i say get them you know um you can and then down the road if you want you know when it's 15 bucks you can always buy the digital version of the game later um if you know if you just want to have it in your digital library so yeah and as for the dlc um you know i i've kind of taken a change on these or these season passes um i've stopped buying them outright because some of them have just been a real disappointment um unless you really truly love the game i mean even if you truly love the game the content if they're not telling you up front i would say no you're not getting my money yeah because some of that stuff could be um a lot of in-game clothing or weapons or stuff. There's, I've seen, I can't remember which game it was. There was something more recent that had a lot of stuff that I'm like, this isn't even really, you know, it's just cosmetic stuff. It's like, I don't want to pay. Oh, um, I think it was Watch Dogs 2, the first one. The, the first DLC that came out was like one mission, which really all it was was like, go here and hit X, go here, hit X, go here, hit X, and then go back here to collect your reward, which like, a new outfit like that was it it was like a matter of five minutes and it wasn't even an, it wasn't even an interesting thing and then like the next one was like a whole bunch of clothing and stuff and i was like i don't want this you know this is not what i want so i you know my opinion has changed i'm like no i want to know what i'm going to get for my money you know i think they're taking advantage by saying buy the season pass and save five dollars because you're really only going to save a few bucks you know and Again, when we have another big sale, a lot of times these things go on sale. Uh, I bought the 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 Horizon, uh, Forza Horizon Three season pass for cheaper than one of the DLC packs recently uh, on the on a sale that Microsoft had. Yeah. Um, you know the season pass. Let's see, it was forty dollars for to buy them separate, thirty five dollars buy the season pass. Well, I got the whole season pass for like seventeen dollars on sale. Right. <laughs> You know, oh, like so. If you don't need it right away, then just wait for the sale to come along. Save you, save you a few bucks. So, all right. Um, so, if you want to reach us on Twitter, you can find us at thisxboxlife.com forward slash Twitter. Uh, we have a lot, a large community on Facebook. Uh, thisxboxlife.com slash Facebook. You can. That's where you can stay in touch with the community. Uh, also, don't forget our group. We do have a group on the Xbox Live dash or the Xbox dashboard. Uh, look for us there as well. Uh, Rob, what is new this week? Okay, got a couple games here. We have Avon Colony coming out on the 25th. I know this one's been out on the PC for some time now. 
Um, then we also have Infinite Mini Golf. So you can never have too many golf games, I guess. Fable Fortune coming out on the 25th. This one's going into the game preview. I believe this was the game that was out on Kickstarter uh, some time ago. And uh, I'm definitely going to be checking this one out. I'm kind of a sucker for these uh, for these card games. Uh, Fortnite is going to be released to the general public on the 25th, if you haven't been playing it already, like Mark. Fun game. Uh, we have what? Fun game. I do like Fortnite. it. Fortnite. I thought yeah. you said what? Okay, on the 26th, we have Unbox Newbies Adventure, uh, Grid Retro Enhanced, uh, Pressure Overdrive, Canadian Football 2017, and Canada football is like football in the U.S. <laughs> it's not soccer. Uh, Vostok Incorporated on the 26th. Moving on to the 28th, we have Super Cloud Built, Cyber Complex, and Syndrome. So a fair amount of stuff coming out here in the next in the next week or so. Okay, well I gotta set you correction here on the Canadian football 2017. So they have unique rules in Canada, uh, like 12 players, three downs, 20 seconds, no fair catch, eh? <laughs> <laughs> So there is a bit okay. of a difference. It's not the same. So, well, it's more football than it is soccer. <laughs> See, it's you know you got to remember so that we do have the exchange. So, like our four downs translate. You know, when you when you convert to Canadian, that's three downs. <laughs> okay. Because of the exchange rate. <laughs> yeah. They lose a down. <laughs> All right. There you go. All right, games with gold for Xbox One. We have a grow up. And hey, you grow up. Uh, for uh, for about another week, I think. Yeah, we've got a little bit more than a week for the next switch over, and then we have a Runbow. So both of these games you can have for about the next uh, seven eight days. Xbox three hundred and sixty. The July title or second half of July title is Lego Pirates of the Caribbean. Then uh, lastly, as usual, if you make any purchases on Amazon. Gaming or not, whatever it is, make sure to use our affiliate link at thisxboxlife.com. Click on the big, go there to our homepage, click on the big old Amazon logo on the right side, and do that uh, each time you make your purchases. Does not cost you anything extra, but it does help us out uh, a little bit. Uh, also, if you're on iTunes, make sure to find our show on iTunes in the store there and give us a five star rating. The more ratings that we get, the more we get pumped up, bumped up in the ratings, and we get pumped up as well. So um, that's uh, that's all I've got for the show. Actually, I do have one more thing to add. Hey, Mark, I think we found Brun 3.0. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. That'll work. Or Mark we get 2.0 and 1.0. me. What's that? He can replace me since everybody says they can't hear me, anyways. And I seem to have audio problems no matter what now with this new computer. So I might just yeah, get tired and put Brian and can take my place. <laughs> no. All right. Um, Brian, did you have any last comments, things you want to talk about, share with us before we sign off? 
No, no. I enjoy this, though, guys. Uh, I very much appreciate you guys inviting me on. Oh, we appreciate you uh, supporting yeah. the show. Appreciate you coming on. It's uh, I always it's always fun to have listeners come on and and share some stuff with us. So Absolutely. even if they like Rob the best, because <laughs> he likes Wolfenstein. Yeah, you'll get your check in uh, in the mail, right, dude? <laughs> the twenty. Rob's friend list just grew by by from one to yeah. two. <laughs> <laughs> So but now he has a favorite because I think I, I think Rob unfavorited me on Xbox Live a long time ago. <laughs> All right. Oh, well, you thank found you so out, much. huh? Huh? You found out, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't yeah. think you'd notice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for this week's show. Uh, tune in every week. Um, same same Xbox time and channel. Uh, I am Mark, aka Wingman Seven Hundred Nine, taking off. I'm Rob Olson with Prestar. Thanks for listening, everybody. And I'm Brian, Brian G. Stanley. <laughs> For now. For now. Till they tell me to change. Yeah.